Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Total Bases Podcast Express Show. I am your host, Austin Spiro. Thank you so much for joining me on the premiere episode of the Total Bases Express Show. Now, some of you are probably wondering, uh, what is the Total Bases Express Show? I thought we already had a Total Bases Podcast. Um, and where is the Total Bases Podcast? So we do still have the Total Bases Podcast, but we thought instead of bringing you one, we thought you would love having two different Total Bases uh, shows. Uh, I am going to be flying solo for the Total Break for the Total Bases Express show. Uh, the difference between uh, this show and the Total Bases podcast on Sundays is that mine is going to be shorter. Mine's going to be about 15 to 30 minutes long, uh, and I'm just going to give you fast-paced baseball analysis. Uh, sometimes I might show you spreadsheets. Sometimes I might not. Uh, today, I don't think I'm going to be showing uh, a spreadsheet. I'll just be talking about playoff, uh, playoff history today. Um, this show is... Much is structured much like the Total Bases podcast. Uh, we'll be answering questions uh, based uh, that the group, the Baseball Life group may have posed. Um, I'll come up with different ideas for the show, um, and it'll be in anticipation for the big show on Sunday. So uh, thank you for this new opportunity, and I'm excited that you're going to be able to join me on this wonderful ride. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today, I am going to talk to you about playoff history. And this was a question that was brought up a long, long time ago by a baseball life, uh, by a baseball life member. And essentially the question was this, the NL West, all the teams in the NL West have appeared in the playoffs in the last five years, which is a pretty, which is a pretty, uh, what do you want to call it? It's a, it's a good accomplishment. It's a good thing to have right? You have uh, every single team in your league appearing in the playoffs. Um, not very many, or I shouldn't say not very many, but I feel like that's really hard to do, especially when you have teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees and stuff like that, who are dominating uh, divisions year in and year out. It's tough to have that, that cycle of competitive teams, right? So the question that was posed was, has that ever happened in baseball history? Right. So um, let's so I decided a long time ago to dive into that, dive into the history of baseball and see if this has ever happened in the history of baseball. In fact, right now, there are two different active streaks of um, divisions with teams that have appeared in the playoffs uh, in five years or less. Right. So right now, uh, like I said, two active divisions, you have the NL West. Um, the NL West has uh, every single one of their teams has appeared in the uh, playoffs in the last five years. The other one, not surprising, the AL East. The AL East has had all of their teams um, appear in the playoffs in the last five years. So the AL East comprises of the Yankees, the Rays, the Red Sox, the Orioles, and uh, you know teams teams of that nature. And then the NL West is the Dodgers, the Padres the Rockies, um, you know, amazingly, the Rockies have appeared in the playoffs in the last five years. It's amazing. Um, so those, those right now are two active streaks. Okay. Right now, actively you, we are looking at the other four divisions are not, um, currently ha have, they don't currently have all of their teams, uh, in the playoffs in the last five years, because some of these are, some of these teams are experiencing really long playoff droughts. Um, most, most specifically, or most prominent, I guess, are the Mariners. The Mariners 
Last time they were in the playoffs was 2002. They haven't been in the playoffs in 20 years, 20 seasons since the Mariners have been in the playoffs. So you Mariners fans, hopefully they get into the playoffs this year. They just missed out last year. Um, they are, they are, they have that record by far, by far. The next, the number two playoff drought is the Phillies at 10. Okay. The last time they appeared in the playoffs was 2012. And then you have the angels at seven. The angels and the tigers are both at seven and the Royals and pirates both at six, which automatically eliminates their, um, their divisions in contention to have an active streak of teams in the playoffs within the last five years. Um, so all the other teams, the Ori the Orioles, Rangers, all of those guys have appeared within the last five years. Now, now we're going to go back to baseball history. How many times has this happened in baseball history? So before I, before I uh, dove into this, I realized that I needed to have some constraints with this research. Now, the constraints that I was going to have was one, it needed to be a division. So I did not, I didn't go back all the way to the beginning of baseball because in the beginning of baseball, everybody was in the same division. And then we had the American League and the National League where all of them were in the same, they were all in the same league. So you didn't, it wasn't divided into divisions. Baseball did not start dividing teams into divisions amongst the leagues um, until 1969, I believe, um, somewhere around there. Let me see. Yes, 1969. So I started at 1969 and went to present time and saw if there was any other time period where each league had all of their teams showing up in the playoffs in the last five years. The last thing, the other constraint that I had, it could not be continuous, meaning if one year was, if a year was already present for a team in one streak, it could not appear again. Or obviously we would have continuous years over and over and over and over again. Right. Um, so I decided to take a look at that with those constraints. And it was really interesting because not only did I learn quite a bit about baseball history and how hard it is to just have a competitive division like that, but I learned a lot about because many of you know or, or may not know that I was born in 1995. So there were a lot of things and I was like, wow, I didn't know they were in that division before they were in this one. That's really interesting. Or, you know, things like that. It's just really interesting to see baseball history in this way. So I decided to look at the divisions through the years. Um, I took a look at the AL first. So in the American League, we have the AL West, the AL Central, and the AL East. Let's start in the AL West. The AL West have actually had one time where they had all of their teams in the playoffs within the last, within five years of each other. So their first bit was nine. So their first stint as a division was 1972 to 1976, where it was the angels, the white Sox, the Royals, the twins, the A's and the Rangers. But with the dominance of the A's, it kicked out the angels and the white Sox in terms of playoff appearances during that time. So they weren't able to, um, they weren't able to have any play um, playoff appearances then. Um, in 1977 and 1993, um, you saw the addition of the Mariners, um, with the addition of the Mariners, it was difficult to have that time period as well. Um, as well as the Rangers did not appear in the playoffs during that time. Um, it wasn't until, uh, 1994 to 2012 where the White Sox and the Royals left for the AL central 
and it became the AL West of the Angels, the A's, the Mariners, and the Rangers. The five-year stint, the, um, the earliest was the Rangers in 1999. You had the Mariners in 2001. And then the A's and Angels both in 2002. That was the five-year stint, okay? After that, the Rangers didn't appear in the playoffs until 2010. So that is the only stint. Right now, we're looking at 2013 to present with the addition of the Astros. The Mariners, since the present day, um, since the present day division, the present day AOS, they have not been back to the to the playoffs. And the Angels have only been in the playoffs one time since then, 2014. This has been this division has been dominated by both the Astros and the A's and sprinkled in there two years of the Rangers, 15 and 16. But we're looking at dominance from the Astros and the A's and the AOS once the Astros decided to come over to the AL West. Um, so there's that. We're going to look at the AL Central. The AL Central, if I'm looking at my research correct, no, I take that back. The AL, um, the AL Central um, has zero, none. So that's really interesting. Um, so no zero times when the AL Central has become, uh, has had teams appear in the playoffs within the last five years. So, that is the AL Central only has one time period, 1998 to present. Okay. This is where the White Sox and the Royals moved to. And then they added on the, uh, the, in, the Indians or the Guardians. So um, it's the White Sox, the Indians slash Guardians, the Tigers, the Royals, and the Twins. Um, now, all of these guys have appeared in um, a number of playoffs besides the Royals. The Royals have only been in at 14 and in, in 2014 and 2015 since they moved to the AL Central, but none of these have lined up to where all of the all of it has worked. And it mainly has to do with the White Sox and the Royals. So, like I said, the Royals only appeared in two different uh, in the they've appeared in the playoffs two different years, 14 and 15, right? But the White Sox also. They had a run in the early 2000s, 2000, 2005, 2008, and then they didn't get back into the playoffs until 2020, which has messed pretty much everything up for the AL Central. So the AL Central, zero times, zero times. Um, then you have the AL East. The AL East, one time, and it's their current, their current stint as, as a division. So they first became a division in 1972. In 1972 to 1976, you had the Orioles, the Red Sox, the Indians, Tigers, and the Yankees, and the Senators. But the Senators never made the playoffs. Washington Senators, they never made the playoffs. Um, then the Senators were dissolved, and they became a different division where it was comprised of the Orioles, the Red Sox, Indians, Tigers, Brewers, Yankees, and Blue Jays, to which at that point, the Indians, the then Indians, did not make the playoffs again. Therefore, were ineligible for this accolade. Um, 1998 to present now, they're the Orioles, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, and uh, Jays. Um, you have the Orioles appearing in 2014. Uh, and then the Yankees have appeared in 50 million playoffs um, throughout this. So you knew they weren't going to ruin the streak. The Red Sox as well. Um, they appeared in a bunch since this timeline, so they were not going to either. Um, and then you had the Rays in 2013 and then the Blue Jays in 2015. Uh, so you had 13, 14, 15, along with the Yankees appearing in, appearing 
2015 and the Red Sox appearing in 2013. So even the AL East, it only took three seasons for them to have this stint. They had three years where every single one of them appeared in in the playoffs and you're probably looking at that for a really long time especially with um the second wild card and the ales being so competitive you're probably looking at this being a long continuous streak um and you know the orioles are starting to put things together and things like that so i think the ales will be dominant for a long time uh moving over to the nl uh the nl west um the nl west was a division uh, starting in 1969, they were one of the first divisions there, right? So um, 1969 to 1992, actually, they were the same. They were comprised of the Braves, the Reds, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants, okay? And so, but the problem is that in all of this time, the Padres from 1969 to 1992 only appeared in one playoff, 1984. It was the only time that they appeared in the playoffs, therefore ruining this streak for the early NL West. 1998 to present, there's actually two different stints at this point where the NL West has had every team in the playoffs in the last five years. You have the Diamondbacks and the Rockies in 07, the Dodgers and the Padres in 06, and the Giants barely squeaking in in 2003. And in their current streak, where they have the Diamondbacks last appearing in 2017, the Rockies last appearing in 2018, and then the Padres appearing in 2020, and then the Giants and Dodgers recent stints in the playoffs in 2021. So in my mind, if you want to talk about a present day division that is probably the most dominant, you're probably looking at the NL West because they have just had not I, I I don't know if you want to say dominant now that I'm thinking about it, maybe more like competitive. These guys want to continuously compete against each other. They can they continuously bring up prospects. They they are continuously aggressively trading, aggressively signing so that they can make the playoffs against the other people. Now, have the Dodgers pretty much ran away with the NL West for the last 5, 6, 7, 8 years? The 8 seasons? Yeah, they have. But at the same time, you're also looking at a battle down uh in second place. Right. So from 13 on 2013 to present day, 2021, the Dodgers have won from 2013 to 2021. They've won the division, but you've had different second places as it's gone through. So like, you know, and I just listed all of them. So they're aggressively trying to beat each other and aggressively trying to catch up with the Dodgers and it leads them into playoff berths. So we'll see what happens um, as it goes on. Um, I think they will compete with the ALE says probably one of the most competitive divisions in, in the game, if not in baseball history. Right. So you have the NL at the NL East uh, again, started in 1969 um, to, and tonight. So from 1969 to 1992, they were the Cubs, the Expos, the Mets, the Phillies, the Pirates, and the Cardinals. Now, you had a lot of playoff appearances, and you have a lot of diversity in there. The Cubs appeared in the playoffs in two years, for two years, 84 and 89. You had the Mets appearing in uh, sporadically um, four different seasons. The Phillies have got five or six there. The Pirates actually have the most 
uh, playoff appearances in this time, 70, 71, 72, and then took a break in 73 and did 74, 75, 79, and then took a break in the 80s and then did 90, 91, 92. Right. And then the Cardinals again in three, uh, they did three seasons. The thing that ruins this streak for the NL East is the Expos. The Expos only appeared in one season. They only appeared in the playoffs in one season, 1981. Okay. That was the only year. And because the Pirates did not, uh, did not make the playoffs in the 80s it makes it hard for this streak to be alive in 1969 to 1992 and in fact the NLE still hasn't had a streak of such um even as they changed 1994 to present it's the Braves the Marlins the Mets the Phillies and then it was the Ax- Expos to, um, or Nationals right so you're looking at the um the exit of the Cardinals into the NL Central um This one is tough because of the dominance of the Braves in the 90s, right? Um, So the Braves were dominant in the late 90s and dominant in the early 2000s. They won the division from 1995 all the way to 2005. And because they dominated so much, it made it really hard for the rest of the teams to be able to make the playoffs. And you see it in this at this point. So the Braves have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 playoff appearances from 1994 to now. The next best is five shared by the Mets, Phillies, and the Expo slash Nationals, right? And then the Marlins also sprinkle it in there with three playoff appearances. But it's never been in a in a window of five years like the rest of them and the uh, and um so you're also <coughs> excuse me the dominance of the braves in the late 90s ruins this streak for them now the nl central also doesn't have any periods of this so really the nl west is the most competitive division and then you're seeing like the um you're seeing the NL West compete like, but you're seeing the dominance in the NL East and the NL Central with teams like the Cardinals and the Brewers and the Braves over and over and over and over again, right? So because you're not really seeing those teams compete, and with the uh, with the prominence of tanking now, <clears throat> Bob Nutting and the P- Pirates, uh, you're not going to probably see a streak like this for a while in some of these other some of these other divisions right until MLB fixes its tanking issue. So again, I'm going to go over it one more time. You have the AL West has one period of such where all of their teams appeared in the last five years. Uh, And then you have the AL Central with zero, the AL East with one, the NL West with two, and the NL East and the NL Central with zero. So I think it's pretty safe to say that it's really hard to have all of your teams compete in or uh, compete in such a way that all of the teams are making the playoffs in very recent times. It's very, very difficult. Now, let me pose this question to you, and it's going to be a rhetorical question, obviously, because um, nobody's re- nobody else is here to talk to me. Um, so, um, actually, I'm looking at the comments right now, and Felipe is going there. Uh, the host of the Total Bases podcast, Felipe Malicio, is in the comments, and he says that the Expos has had some decent teams in the 80s. They did have some decent teams in the 80s, um, and you know they even uh, made the playoffs in 81. 
Um, the pro the the problem is though you had the uh, you had other teams in there competing and just just kind of pushing them out of the playoffs. They only made the playoffs from 1969 to 1992. They only made it once, and they didn't make it in the playoffs um, after that. So you know, even though they were decent, they weren't making it to the playoffs. Um, so anyway, the question that I have for you that you can answer either in the comments or to yourself while you're sitting in the car or you're watching on YouTube or whatever. When you think about streaks like this, does this make those divisions more desirable in terms of MLB players wanting to play for them because they're super competitive? Does that make those divisions better in terms of overall competition and skill? because they are so competitive or does it mean that these divisions have a hard time holding good players? So teams go bad and then go really good and then get bad and then go really good that you'll have to dive a little bit deeper, right? So is this a question of, are these divisions just really good or are they just, or have they just been mediocre throughout the years and have just been competitive? Because there's a difference between being good and being competitive. You can be a bad division and be competitive, right? So while we are on the conversation of the playoffs and we are winding down to the end of the show here, let's look at the current playoff race. Um, so the current playoff race right now in the AL playoff race, you have Houston um, atop the AL West. You have the Yankees atop the AL East and Cleveland, surprisingly, up top the AL Central. And then the wildcard teams, you have Seattle looking to hold on to that playoff spot to lose that 20 game streak or to lose that 20 game playoff drought. And then the uh, Rays and the uh, Rays and the Blue Jays are battling for that second wildcard spot. Seattle is a game and a half above um, in that first wildcard spot. And then, like I said, the Rays and the Jays are holding on there. And then you um, knocking on the door is the, is the Twins. Surprisingly, the, the Orioles are two games behind. Um, the White Sox are two and a half games behind. Boston is even right in it, four games behind, right? And then it starts to get into where they're probably not making the playoffs. You got Texas, you got the Angels, you got Kansas City, you got all those guys that are probably not going to make the playoffs. So it looks like a battle. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams right now are battling for those wild card spots. Um, so it looks like you're not going to make any changes there in terms of the um, streaks, especially since the AL West has two teams that have a playoff drought over five years. Uh, let's look at the NL. And not surprisingly, the Dodgers are atop the uh, NL West at 81 and 36. The uh, Mets are up top at 76 and 42. And the Cardinals are up top the uh, Central at, at 66 and 51. Now, this is where it starts to get interesting. You have the, you have the Braves, Philadelphia, and San Diego all in a wildcard spot, right? Atlanta right now is on a hot streak. They're six and a half games ahead. You got Philadelphia at 65 and 52, and they're holding a half game ahead of San Diego at 66 and 54. But just behind them, you have Milwaukee at a game and a half, and San Francisco is probably just within reach, but not so in reach that it's that it looks like they're, they're going to make it. They're six games behind. Okay, so this looks to be an even shorter race. 
Okay. And we're not even talking about the, the division races at this point. Um, the Braves are within striking distance of the NL East. They're four and a half games behind the Mets. Uh, the Brewers are within striking distance in the NL Central. Um, it looks like the Dodgers have pretty much taken the NL West. They're 16 and a half games ahead. Um, much like the Yankees, even though the Yankees are, are scuffling right now, they are 10 games ahead of second place, um, Toronto and Tampa. You've got the Central. The Central is going to be where it gets interesting because you have the Guardians up top. Then you have the Twins, one game behind, and the White Sox, much to everybody's surprise, are in third place, but they're two and a half games back. They could still be in this, right? And the AOS seems all but one with the Astros taking it over their 11 and a half games ahead. So you're kind of looking at divisional races here that could change the wild card. Okay. But does that change the streaks that we're talking about? Probably not. Right. Cause you have, um, you have the AOS with two teams and then you have some of the same names up top of these divisions. Okay. So with the, uh, with the emergence of big market, small market, and the evidence of tanking and stuff like that, it's going to be harder to see all of these, all of these teams get super competitive and wanting to beat each other um, year in and year out. When you see teams like the, like the, uh, like the pirates who have been consistently bad. Um, you have the Orioles who, I don't know if you want to say they're tanking, but they have been in a rebuild for a long time. You have the A's who have decided to just sell everybody. Right. So, Will these streaks continue? I don't know. Um, I think it just depends on the divisions at the time. I think right now you will only see those streaks when it comes to the AL East and the NL West. But until then, I think those are the only two super competitive divisions that you're going to see. And that probably concludes, yep, I believe that does. Yep, I'm going to say that concludes the first episode of the Total Bases Express show. So um, thank you all for um, indulging me in this venture into the first ever episode of the Total Bases Express show. Um, be sure to tune in to the Big Total Bases podcast show hosted by my friends, um, hosted by my friends, Felipe Melicio and Sean Flannery. They're going to be on live right here at Facebook on um, at baseball, uh, baseball Life on uh, Sundays, 10 Central, 10 a.m. Central. Um, thank you guys for listening to this. You can, you will be able to find this as well as the total basis podcast, uh, anywhere that you're listening to, um, podcasts, you're going to uh, see it on stitcher on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, all of those different things. And then you are also going to see this on YouTube. So be sure to check us out on YouTube, but catch us live. It's more fun when it's live. Um, yeah. So now you'll get to see us on Thursdays and Sundays. Um, thanks a lot. And uh, be sure to check out the Total Bases podcast. This has been the Total Bases Express show. Once again, thanks, everybody. See you next week on Thursday.